0: What's up, Internet? This is Tacos and Dice. Name is Kenneth. Today, at the top of the episode, we um, are going to do some more level ups. At the uh, So the end of last episode ended, uh, you know, they fought off the zombies. They got back to the farm, uh, leveled up everybody to level three, uh, which is a pretty big deal in Gilded Age. It By the time you hit level three, you kind of have all the main base powers of your class. And pretty much everything from then on is just going to be kind of building off of the foundation. So we're just going to go around the table real quick at the top of this episode and talk about level three. And we're going to start today with Thelma.
1: Hello. Okay, so level three, my character as a navigator has added a really interesting zone. It's called the Tremor, and it is exactly what it sounds like. It's kind of like a mini earthquake in a zone, and I choose a zone that is already on the map, And all foes or enemies in that zone must evade. And if they cannot, they take my level, which is three, three times D6 dice of earth damage. And then my zone ends. And then there's a couple of boosts to existing zones. So I can add GP to a zone. And this one I find very interesting. Good ending. It's passive. Mm -hmm. When a zone ends, you or your ally, within 20 paces of you recovers my level which is three plus five hp so a total of eight hp for any ally or myself
2: that's a nice off healing right there
3: yeah so anytime one of your zones ends boom somebody gets exactly
1: so every time i use a tremor it ends in the same turn so that could be in every turn
3: absolutely
1: 20 paces pretty far away
3: yeah yeah navigator like almost all your stuff is 20 spaces away all right next up let's go over to matt
2: Okay, uh, Lyra the Bastion at level three uh, gets some excellent powers. Uh, The first one for a veteran gamer like me, uh, I think of Overrun. Uh, It's called Battering Ram, and uh, you move yourself or your tower three spaces, uh, even through enemies. And if you move through an enemy, they have to make an evade or they get knocked down the uh core part of being a tank uh, I get to use uh, my bodyguard ability which is a basic a, a basic bastion ability but uh, now I get to use it free once per round as an interrupt for zero ap so uh i uh when i'm managing my ap i don't usually think about that kind of thing you know like reserving some ap to be able to do that but uh, now I don't have to worry about that uh and last I have a, an ability called Miring Moat, uh for the bastion, like the area around the bastion and the area around their, their tower that can already be rapid uh spaces for uh swift swift spaces is the word for uh uh my allies, but now uh it is uh sticky terrain for the enemies. So uh any of the squares around me foes have to spend double movement to move out of any of the
0: spaces all right all right sounds good <laughs>
1: does that operate the same way that um mine does where it's half speed yep so does that mean it's a quarter of speed if no it both... doesn't
3: stack no it's sticky or not sticky yeah yeah if it stacked like kenneth would just throw things at me for designing it that way
2: oh what if you got swift from one ability and then
0: enemies did a sticky it'd be canceled out sweet all right and uh marley what did runia get at level three
4: Uh, Runia got a captive audience, so for zero AP, and I can use it as an interrupt. I can, uh, taunt a foe that I have, uh, put a chain on. I get a flowing cloak, which is a passive. So while cloaked, my speed will increase by one, and you can- and I can move through spaces occupied by foes. So I can basically move through people. Oh.
0: That's interesting.
4: And I also get- Crippling Stalker. Basically like last level I upgraded my saboteur's chain, so this one's updating my stalker chain to give negative ten resist and evade instead of just evade.
0: Oh, so okay, so your chains are getting more powerful. hmm And Travis, what did Vic what does Vic get at level three for a uh experimentalist?
3: Yeah, experimentalist not as fancy as a lot of other characters. At level three, I get the ability to revive people who are downed. So if somebody takes a attack that brings them to zero HP, I can now heal them at range. Uh, And it's just with my gun. So however far, far far away that is, all of my status effects gain one additional round of duration. So now it'll be a minimum of two rounds for my status effects. And uh, I get counter load, which is a free reaction so after I take a critical hit, I can reload a ranged weapon for zero AP, uh, which basically means I, if if things go bad for me, at least I have another bullet in the chamber. It's <laughs> not as exciting as y'all's. Everybody else is going to be way more exciting than mine is, but... To
2: bring people back from KO is a pretty big deal. You know, Yeah, it's... there's a
0: couple times in this campaign that would have been really useful. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we would have. All right. I, I think we're in for a treat now, maybe. Chris, what does the Meteorologist get at level three?
5: Oh, yeah, I get some fun stuff. Uh, So I am um, going full damage. In this level, I get first strike. So if the foe has full HP, every one of my hits does extra 10 damage. So that's a 33% damage. (laughs) Uh, So with the Meteorologist, it's easy for me to jump into a group and hit multiple... Uh, I also have Stormwall, so I gain three elemental defense against electric, water, and wind damage. And my ability that I took was Squall Shatter, and I can make a wind elemental melee attack and inflict break on a target for two rounds, and break reduces the target's defense by half. So maybe not like your normal foe would, that probably wouldn't be that big of a deal. But maybe if we have a boss or something, that or a big, tough guy that's hard for us to take down, this would definitely up the damage for everybody.
0: All right, that sounds interesting. Guys, definitely not making things easier for me to hurt you back. So let's climb back aboard our Imagination Rocket and launch ourselves back into the Gilded Age, back to Duke Embrant, back to Levi Pierce's farm where we last left our heroes.
1: 10 doubts and decisions
0: we open on a mist covered forest floor in the early morning the rays shining down through the treetops of the woods as a lone deer is kind of nibbling on some grass and we pan upwards and see two figures hiding out in the branches we see runia and bishop armstrong hey hey
5: did do you see the deer over there?
4: Yeah, there's like five of them over there.
5: Yeah, yeah. But the fat one.
4: Oh, but that what? one. <laughs> yeah. It looks... Is it going to be too fatty, though? We want like a good amount of like fat and muscle, right?
5: Yeah, you're you're right. You probably know more about that than I do. I just see the fat one and want it.
4: We can go for the fat one. It's probably slower, too.
5: All right. You're, you're better at killing the stuff than I am. Do you like killing stuff?
4: I'll plead the fifth on that. <laughs> no, it doesn't, that doesn't I know, exist. Wait, it doesn't exist. Um
0: You can rephrase that if you don't want to answer. Deep but... dive
2: into uh Kimber- Kimber- Harris- Kimber- law. <laughs> Ugh, don't tell me to do that. I wasn't really clever.
4: expecting to deep dive into my motives yet, so
1: you can just describe the look you give him.
4: Um, I'll probably just give you a blank look and be like, I don't know, do I? (laughs) Does it look like I enjoy killing?
2: And then you flick a kunai at
4: it. Wait, can I like try shooting the deer with a kunai? Without looking at it? Well, like, I know where it is.
0: Yeah, just just roll an accuracy, but are you, okay, yeah, just roll an accuracy check.
4: Yes, it's a crit.
5: Yeah, you, you hit it. That was a little off-putting. <laughs> uh, flops so flops I, over. <laughs> dead. The four other deers scatter off. You You may or may not enjoy it, but you're really good at it? I'm having a hard time with this. Just trying to balance what we're supposed to be doing with what we are doing.
4: I've just been trained to kill things from a young age. I was often in the wilderness on my own, so I would often have to hunt for my own food. So, killing animals is kind of second nature.
5: But but what about people?
4: I try but- not to think about it too much.
5: Oh. Okay. Um, I'll try to do that. It seems that.
4: I mean, like, especially if it's, like, between me or them. Dying, I would prefer for them to die rather than for me.
5: Yeah, I can understand that, but it seems like we're hunting people down. I don't know, maybe you should take up drinking or something.
4: But if you get drunk, you might be more likely to die.
5: Oh no, after the fact.
4: Oh, okay. Unless you're like a master of like the drunken fist fighting style or whatever.
5: Okay, I just hear those talking movie pictures and they seem like they solve all their problems with alcohol.
4: I don't think I've watched the moving pictures. Oh. They give me a headache.
5: Oh, yeah, I can understand that. Just the Kimbrant
2: promotional military videos.
4: Yeah, that was tough to get through.
5: But yeah, that, that, was, that was a good kill. Definitely wasn't expecting that. Uh let's go... Uh, Neither was I. Let's go take it back to the to the farm.
0: We get a good shot of you... Uh, Jumping out of the tree, we're looking straight up, and your feet kind of just land down on the ground, blacking out the camera, and we transition to Levi Pierce slamming uh, like a bag of feed on the truck as Lyra is approaching him. Levi. Oh, hi. Hello, Lyra.
2: What's up? What's going on? Oh, you know, we got everybody back from uh, portents, and uh... (sighs) father wasn't there. That think, I think they killed
0: him. Oh, I'm sorry. That's terrible. I'm sorry for your loss. How is How is your mother doing?
2: Uh, I, I think they're trying not to think about it. I mean, they have enough trauma. Uh, I think they're still in shock. Really, they're not. They're not talking a lot. But uh, we have to do something.
0: Well, I mean, I, I think we are doing something. We're doing what we can. We. We got word to Kembrant. They. We we can't wait.
2: We can't wait for reinforcements. I'm, I'm,
0: I'm not sure any more reinforcements are coming, but the group that you seem to have found yourself with seems capable.
2: I feel like we won't be able to do enough, but we have to take the fight to these people. They're. They are mortal. They seemed so professional at first, but I think that maybe their discipline is flagging. Maybe they're not up for occupation. I mean, I heard from them that they have some sort of weapon in the sky something mounted on an airship, but maybe if that's the only ace that they have in the deck, then maybe on the ground we can make more of a difference. We know this place.
0: Like they don't. Fortunately, I think they have the numbers on us right now, but I think you should focus on finding your sister first, and then maybe you'll be, able be more at peace, and you can regroup once you know that your your family is safe. But I, I think you should let these people help you.
2: She looks a bit confused, like this didn't go like exactly how she wanted it to. She's got like one track and doesn't want to divert from it. But she nods. She's
0: okay. I'll I'll, I'll give that a try. But there's not a lot of time. No, I just hate to see you go down this path, Lyra. I can see the anger in you. Vengeance is not a fair game. It will not end well for you. Too many have died. If we let them take this
2: place, it'll be worse, worse than when we lost the war to Kembrant.
0: That may be true, but we haven't lost yet. As long as we're still breathing, we have a chance.
2: I guess I'll go look for Viola. Just try to
0: rest. You look tired. Is, is there is there time for that? Well, you see, this farm is a bit of a hub. <laughs> <laughs> Mechanically speaking, yes. No. Um, I, there may be more time than you think. We're not a threat to them yet. It'd be like throwing a pebble at a tank. So you have time to rest and gain your strength and try to make a plan. If you want to go to war with them, you shouldn't rush in foolhardedly. Right, right. Thanks, Levi. And we uh, pan away as you help him unload the rest of the feed. Vic, we uh, pan over to you as you're going through checking on all the wounded again, cleaning out bandages.
3: Okay. Vic is going to try and make the most out of a bad situation because he doesn't actually, he didn't actually get any medical supplies from the freaking hospital that they went to. So he's going to kind of. Check bandages, and then like go to like one end of the room and say like, "Hey everybody, can I get your attention?" And he waves a gun over his head. <laughs> I developed new ways to shoot you and make you feel better. <laughs> Do I have any volunteers? One old guy. has got a bandage over his eye. He's only got three fingers, and he lifts up his hand. Thank you, sir. And I immediately i i level my <laughs> revolver at this old man, uh, and I will fire off a a green energy orb into his face okay what is what happens next well that should remove status effects so if it was like temporary blindness that was wrong with his eyeball that would get fixed if it was permanent blindness it would do nothing he goes
0: oh oh oh."
3: he takes off his bandage he's like
0: i can see thank you doctor you're a miracle worker
3: yes it was all me (laughs) he says putting the auric item behind his back.
0: Wanna, Thank you, everyone. I want to get shot. No problem. What's yes, wrong with shoot, you? Yes, yes, please, shoot me. Shoot me. All please
3: right. shoot me. Everybody's just starts to sing.
0: <laughs> Shoot me.
3: <laughs> I pull out my other revolver.
4: <laughs> make sure they're not real bullets. And, and just go
3: John Woo on this entire room. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We get a couple of cool shots of you just flipping your arms around and yeah, tagging everybody. All right, we're all and we- everyone
3: cheers at once. <laughs> Yay! And then everybody
2: claps. It's like a cross between a church revival and a John Woo movie.
0: <laughs> oh,
3: that sounds good. It uh,
0: it helps it helps it helps it helps a lot of them. Some of them, obviously, they might they might have too many wounds, but it does give them a little pick me up. But we're zooming in on that, and we're go upstairs where um, a very exhausted Sky has has fallen asleep on in a chair next to her sleeping captain. And as she jerks awake,
4: <sighs>
1: okay, she feels a little sick. She wakes up from a nightmare. She kind of goes over to a bin that has some water in it, a basin splashes her face, puts her hands on the dresser, and looks in the mirror, looks back at her captain. The nightmare is somewhat recurring, but now it's morphed into her new group that she's found herself in New Kempern with, being the ones that are being held captive and hostage from a flying ship that's crashed on the ground, and that's what jerked her awake. She feels conflicted and emotionally lost. She looks at Belle, the captain, laying on the bed, still healing from severe wounds. And again, she feels conflicted. This is a woman that she trusts, but this woman doesn't know her. Not really. She doesn't know how much Skye has wanted to go and find her people. She doesn't know how conflicted she's been since she began her career with Kembran forces and just how much of herself has been hidden. And now she finds emotionally she is becoming attached to this group of people that is just a band of misfits that are strewn together in this place trying to figure out something that feels way too big for Sky's head. I mean the world has just grown enormously. There's now virtually alien technology it seems that has shot giant ships out of the sky things that we can't even begin to comprehend, this plague. And so she feels sick, and she's staring at herself with a slight glistening, a sheen to her skin and in her eyes. She wants to cry, but she hasn't done that in decades. She doesn't know how to do that. She turns around when she hears Belle waking up. Hey, Captain. Uh, uh.
0: Sky, you're you're back.
1: I am. How are you feeling?
0: uh, I've been better.
1: You've looked better.
0: No offense. Uh.
1: <laughs> it's good to hear you laugh a little. Uh,
0: did you did you make it to Odessa? Did you get report to General Hondo?
1: We um we did not. We we tried to get resupply in um on the coast. So we went back to our port and went to the hospital. We managed to save quite a few people. We brought them back with us. They're here. They're healing. We've uh we've got a new crew member that we've added to. To our numbers, who's who's from here? So. Oh,
0: interesting. That's good. We we'll need you need we we'll need all the help we can get. Were there any other survivors from the the other ships that went down?
1: Okay, out of character. Are there any other survivors? I can't remember.
0: Yeah, there are a few. <clears throat> probably like a dozen, if that, of from the actual Cambridge that we ships. know of yeah. while we were there. And they,
1: we sent them up. north? No, so we sent them at, here. Yeah, they're yeah, okay, on the
0: farm. Okay, okay. But she's been up, you know, unconscious for a lot of it.
1: Well, yeah, it's only been a matter of days, right? Just how much healing can you do from
0: yeah, downstairs here? <laughs> and people going, "Yay! <laughs> Hallelujah!"
1: <laughs> yes, we 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 did find some Marcus and Elijah and maybe a dozen or more others. They're all here. We sent them out of the uh, port and up here, and they all made it.
0: So, what do you think the the tactical situation is right now?
1: That's something that I have to discuss, I think, today with the crew. We need to talk about plans. Right now we're trying to rest, regroup. Captain, it's bad out there. I'm not going to lie to you. This is a situation that none of us could have possibly been trained for. And you're healing. You need your rest. And I don't want to put all this on you, but I don't have anybody else to talk to. I... I feel their hesitation in the group of people I'm with and certain individuals that I can feel them pulling away. And I understand. I understand why. I mean, we've seen things that we can't unsee that are giving that we're going to have nightmares for the rest of our life. If you have any wisdom to share, how can I pull this band of misfits together, including myself? What should I do? Should we try to escape? Should we try to get back to Kembrin? Should I just try to save need, as many
0: people as I can? You need to give them a purpose, Skye. If they're lost, if they're confused, you need to give them a reason to to be here, or to fight. Or they will just run. They
1: hardly have a reason to be in the military.
0: Well, they all signed up for this and to some extent, and you're their center now, Skye. If they see you falter, they will in, in turn start faltering themselves.
1: You're right. She wanders back to the basin, splashes some more water,
0: looks into the water. Is there something on your mind? How are you doing?
1: She takes a deep breath before she turns around and looks her in the face. Puts on a good smile as much as Skye does smile. Uh, Dries her face a little bit, turns around and says, you know, I'm good. This talk really helped. Internally, she's a mess. She doesn't feel that... Bell has ever had experience in something quite as large as this. This is just beyond the scope of anything that we've been trained for, whether you've been in the military for 10 years or 30. And so she puts on a good face for her and hopes that she's convincing. And even if she's not, she clams up. She's contemplating how she's going to approach her team individually and together to try to take some of her advice with giving them purpose and finding out what their purpose is. Because she, I mean, we don't really know each other. So I think Skye, in this moment, in this crossroads for her, she decides that emotionally she wants to know these people a little bit more.
0: You can come by anytime and talk, Sky. You can always be honest with me. Captain to Captain.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Captain. So she puts her hand on her shoulder and then walks out to go
0: maybe hunt down some breakfast. All right. As you come down the stairs, you see... Bishop and Runia coming back inside, carrying a deer Bishop's over Bishop's shoulder.
4: carrying it.
5: I got me a fat one, Captain.
4: I see that. You got it. Sure. We could go with that.
5: We wouldn't get it here if I wasn't here. I didn't say I killed it, and I used we.
1: Good job, team. So who's going to skin this thing and then got it? should probably leave it outside for Levi.
5: Yeah. Living room's probably not the best place for this. Well, you know, there's a shed
0: that they told you to drop the other deers in previously. There's like a butchering
5: shed. I had to show the captain, though. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Bishop. Yeah. Kiss ass.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're not even in the room. You're shooting people.
3: I think I'm done shooting people. That doesn't take that long. To shoot a room full of people? Come on.
4: (laughs) Wait, I thought you were downstairs with everyone.
3: Wherever I am, I'm done shooting people.
0: Yeah, you're done shooting people. You come in from the other room or the living room where they've kind of just stacked everybody and, and you see Runia and the captain and Bishop and a dead deer.
5: Wow. That's um very fatty. Yeah. I mean, we try not to tell them <laughs> that they're fat. Oh, uh, I'm we're body know, we're body positive here.
3: I apologize and I say that to the
5: dead deer. <laughs> <laughs> I move its mouth and say, it's okay. As I haul it off to the uh, to the shed so someone can butcher it.
0: Um, as you, you drop it off to the shed, they actually have some meat set aside from the last couple of deers you brought in. If you were to want to take that to the house, you could start cooking that.
5: Yeah, I'll do that and pretend that it's already cut from the deer <laughs> and say, look, it's not that fatty. Oh, wow.
3: That's that's great. So all that fat's really unhealthy.
4: But it's good for frying things. Especially when you render it, I think.
3: <laughs> <laughs> do you have any cooking? You do. Yes. Oh, holy crap, you do.
4: <laughs> I, I added cooking.
3: Oh, okay. My
1: skills. She is now cultured.
3: Then I...
1: In her taste.
3: Boy, it sounds like you uh, you know what you're talking about with the whole fat rendering business and frying
5: things. We can probably make candles out of it, too. Mm. Do you weird. have
1: crafts on there?
5: I have performance.
0: <laughs> Which <laughs> is how you manipulated the deer's mouth. Yeah.
5: <laughs> it was a fine rendition. Um, Bishop, as you you go to the
0: kitchen and start grilling some meat. Oh, I'm not I'm
5: not I'm not grilling the meat. Okay. I just kind of bring it over there and kind of stare at Runia as I just kinda of like look at her and look at the meat. Runia look starts- at the stove. Look at
0: you got cooking.
4: Yes, We're I have cooking. A
5: cooking check.
4: What is our uh,
1: goals? Uh, you want uh, fourteen or higher?
4: I definitely have fourteen or higher. Uh, okay, fifteen. All right, that's a double. Oh, I'm sorry. They're
0: really well done and and not great seasoned.
4: I'm learning. Okay.
5: Hey, it's better than what I could do.
4: She's using what they have on hand.
5: I mean, they had the whole drawer full of spices, but you didn't.
0: You just didn't open that one.
4: Oh, was just saw salt
0: and pepper, and that was I just took
4: in. all the knives out and cut it up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you found the drawer with all the knives in it pretty pretty <laughs> easily. Almost as if you were just drawn to it, supernaturally.
4: Yeah, I'm definitely not going to use like my kunai or anything to cut up the meat because that's not good for cutting meat.
3: No, I have a question for for the game master. Sure. So I have. Uh, I'll allow uh, it new rounds that allow me to uh revive somebody who's downed you sure you want to revive the deer uh (laughs) yeah i wanted to i wanted to see if i could shoot the the deer stakes and make them raw again and give her another crack at it no all right that seems like a stretch if you wanted
0: to bring (laughs) the dead deer back to life earlier you could have done that oh that'd be so messed up once it's cut up into steaks, it seems like a bit of a stretch to me.
1: So, can I walk in on him pointing his gun at the batch of steaks on the table?
3: Yes, and I'm just thinking about doing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Vic, what are you doing there?
3: Oh, uh, nothing. I was just um, thinking about, uh... Yes? Practicing for murder.
1: Okay, Brunia.
3: Oh, man. I feel like that's a insult but Tarunia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How about you grab that plate and hand it to me?
3: Okay, here you go. Thank you. I handed the plate. All right. I, I start like, eating.
0: I like the idea of you four sitting down to breakfast and then maybe Lyra walks in.
2: Is someone burning venison?
0: No It's a
4: practice shrine. Oh, okay. Would you I'll like get some, better, maybe? Yes.
2: Here's I'm a, really hungry. Here, take I, a plate. I'd like
4: some. Thank you. Can I search for hot sauce or something?
0: Sure, Looks
2: Adrian Hot
0: Sauce. You look for it and find it.
4: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: bring it to the table.
3: I just grab some. It helps a little bit.
1: I see some garden peppers on the counter, so I grab those and start chomping on them. They're spicy.
3: I use way too much hot sauce. <laughs> uh, Do you have okay. to shoot
0: yourself? Give me an endurance check. Yeah, well, that,
3: that's an <laughs> expensive
0: to. import here. <laughs>
3: uh, twenty-four. No, that's not right. Pff, that's way lower than that. Uh, can you read those dice? So that's a 10. That's, that's a 1. It's 11. 15. So single. Yes. Alright, you have yes. heartburn. Okay. <laughs> but I
0: enjoy it. <laughs> but I enjoy it.
1: Lyra, how are you doing?
2: Mm-hmm. I've been... I've been thinking a lot. This is also messed up.
1: How's your mom?
2: Uh, they're... I guess they're okay given the circumstances they may be a little in shock still from everything that's gone down but uh i think they'll they'll be okay i I don't know if i don't know if i'm going to be okay though i don't think i've ever been this angry in my life
1: at least you can admit that it's a good first step
2: it's all i can do to stop myself from running out of this house this Place that's like a refuge, and just throwing myself at the whole of the Black Regiment. I know I'd just die, but it almost
1: seems like if I don't, I'm a coward.
5: So that means you're coming with us, then, right? Fuck yes. All right.
1: I smile at Bishop.
5: We we need more people, especially ones that are not completely ridiculous and uncap- incapable. Why would you look at me when you said that? <laughs> Force a habit. Sorry.
1: Bishop, how are you holding up with your youth, and and was this everything you expected it to be?
5: Oh, yeah, yeah, it's fantastic.
0: (laughs) Please rate your experience in the army for a scale
5: of one to ten. Am I doing this as a survey to my superiors, or as an anonymous one? I mean, it's better than my first year in the military.
3: Fair enough. It's my first year in the military, I was in a battle, and everyone in my platoon died. Except me.
1: Thankfully, that's not repeated so far.
0: Not yet. Yeah, way more than a platoon died this time.
3: (laughs) Yeah, but... Not us. I'm, I'm just saying that, like, this time I haven't been hiding underneath the corpses of my allies. Vic gets a very, very far off look in his eyes. Vic. Yeah, oh, this venison is so chewy. I can't believe Runia did that to this venison. Wow, Runia. You like it? I mean, with all this hot sauce, yeah. Yay! <laughs>
5: Is there beer in the fridge?
0: What, what do you guys think of 1930s kitchen in... Another colony looks like. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they might have. You're lucky like, if they have some cold
1: milk in the. the I think we just found the the
0: that there's not the... even electricity here. There might so... be an
2: ice box that's like served with ice that they bring you're... in from the mountain. Well, I
5: I figured they would have they do like a
0: Turn on the radio, pop open a coke, and watch some football on the TV, huh?
5: <laughs> I, I mean, don't they have like barrels of it? The where black just... has the best team.
2: It's just
3: <laughs> kicking uh... the ass of everybody else. <laughs> Don't
0: they there's, have like barrels? Yeah, sure. There's barrels of ale, and of you just som- there's barrels of something that they've made with like the local berries. It's a homebrew, moonshine. Home um, okay, I'm wait. Gonna if it's
4: made with berries, then it's a wine.
0: Well, if it's an a- it's like a, it's like a thick wine, like mm. brandy. Sure, brandy's don't distilled.
4: Yeah, I don't know if I've ever yeah, had you brandy.
2: Can, you can run a distillery without too much technology.
5: Yeah, they had it in the like monks did it. Mm-hmm. It was, had a yeah, barrel they have, they and you have, just put the they cup. Have, and there you they there
0: they have they have like a thick wine that's made from the local berries.
5: Okay, uh, I I'll get up as everybody's being depressing as hell and just grab a cup, fill it up, and just kind of I'll go back to the table and lift it up. The table. The table.
2: to flip the table. I got it. They take out that kind of technology. All of y'all suck. <laughs>
5: uh,
0: I'm just sorry. I just what I heard. you said I'm going to go back to the table and lift it up.
5: <laughs> sorry. I'm going to go back to the table, lift the mug up that has the thick wine in it and just kind of look at everybody and say, "Hey, we did good out there. It wasn't it wasn't the worst thing in the world. You know, we had to kill some innocent people and some of our friends died. Uh but we're here. Um and- let's let's uh let's just keep going and i take a big sip and pass it you know i slam it on the on the table uh to sky and just kind of stare at her
1: i immediately drink some and i clap bishop on the shoulder and say thank you bishop you're not wrong and i look at lyra to your dad i set it down i'll drink to that Glug glug cluck <laughs> i give it back to bishop to refill he <laughs> didn't make it
0: all the way around the table
3: <laughs>
5: lara it's only 10 a.m
4: is it i thought it was like nine.
5: Oh yeah drinking starts at 10 not <laughs> okay. nine it's uncalled for at that Got point it. Uh, i'll go get up fill it up again start to hand it to runia and then hand it to vic first and i raise the mug and i say
3: keeping as many people alive as we can and then I drink. And then I hand it to Runia. And wait, because I know she's going to talk about killing people. What? That's what Vic expects.
4: Runia was just going to take a sip and then pass it back to La- her. <laughs> oh. And not say anything. She She's not sure what to say.
0: All right. And she passes it back to Bishop. And you guys just continue small talk. And you you maybe start to little feel a little bit at ease. And we're going to just pan out on this shot, then we're going to, kind of like in a time-lapse, we're going to see the sky turn to night back to day. Bishop, there was something that you wanted to make? Oh, uh, yes. Early the next morning, you pull Levi aside and ask if there's anywhere you could work on making stuff, and they're like, oh, yeah, sure, um... I think what I like is they've started to kind of spread out from the farmhouse and they've started setting up tents and stuff. So it's starting to look more and more like a camp. And so I think there's a tent that has some tools and equipment in it that you could use to make the thing that you're wanting to make.
5: Okay. Over the past couple days, you know, noticed uh, Lyra had a unity badge and I want to feel like she's a part of the team a little bit more. Because inherently, the rest of us are a team because we're all in the military together. But I want her to feel welcome, so I'm going to make a Unity Badge. And I don't I don't know how long that would take. It'll be fine. Um, Unity Badge
0: in Gilded Age is an accessory that uh, people can equip. It increases your hit points. Mm-hmm. And then for every person on, in the party that also has one, the amount of total hit points goes up for mm-hmm. everybody. Just give me a mechanics check or what you, whatever kind of check you would want to use to make this.
5: 15? So single? Okay, so yeah. it's going
0: gonna, it's gonna to take you a couple hours, okay. but we get a nice like montage of you hammering and soldering and all that good kind of stuff.
5: Yeah, during that time as well, whenever he works on things, he feels like it's a good self-reflection point uh And with all the talk and just seeing the wounded and seeing how this war has definitely affected other people, he starts reflecting on the people that are closest to him, but also the people that he's dealt with directly and during that time he he starts becoming a bit guilty he feels a ton of guilt, and part of the reason for for making that unity badge is he put Lyra's family in direct danger and He doesn't know how long he can continue to to kill just what he considers innocent people because, yeah, they're going after him, but it's not like they have a whole lot of choice. And seeing how Runia is dealing with it, he feels that there's something wrong with him, that he's not made for it. So he, he thinks to himself, what can he do? Can he just continue to talk about it and see if he can improve his own mental ability to cope with these things, or should he disassociate himself with what's going on, or what can he do? He sees a lot of material just around, and he gets an idea to create an alter ego, one in which he can hide himself. So he starts fashioning a mask that's, one, going to protect his beautiful face.
0: The moneymaker.
5: Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but (laughs) one that he can also hide behind. Maybe it's going to help him cope with everything going on. He makes it out of just metal and he polishes it so it's shiny, almost mirror-like. And the mask has a small little opening for his mouth that almost looks like a smirk. He turns it around to stare at it and he sees himself in the mask, but it's a distorted version that hopefully... His enemies will see themselves.
0: Okay, interesting. We're going to pan up on Runia walking through the uh, campsite as she's following a trail of wires leading from the farmhouse to a tent where inside she finds her old friend, Suki, working on um, what appears to be some sort of like a ham radio device inside this tent. You'd come in behind her, her backs to you, but you just see sparks flying up from this.
4: Uh, hey, Suki. What? Oh, who's? Oh, oh, Rudia, you're back. Hey, how's it going?
0: Oh, it's it's I mean, it's going all right. It's great. What's what about you? Uh,
4: good. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to find anything and portent for you to use. It all kind of got blown up too.
0: Oh, that's that's sad. But I think I think I'm almost there. I, I, I found a lot of spare parts. Um while you guys were gone, Levi actually sent um s- some men back to back to uh, the Dauntless to try and get some more spare parts.
4: Oh nice. I think I
0: almost got this this radio working.
4: Oh that's really awesome.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe we'll be able to call for help or maybe we can eavesdrop on the enemy. I I'm not sure if it will pick up anything. I haven't been able to pick up anything yet, but
4: Okay. Yeah, you should definitely let a, a captain know. Or I, I guess I can let them know since you, you seem to have your hands tied up with a lot of wires and spikes.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a it's a lot of work. I, I I mean I haven't really interacted with anybody too much. I've been mostly in here just gathering equipment and 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 trying to get this thing running. But mm. I, you know I'm glad you're still alive. That's that's good. It's real good.
4: I'll always be alive for you. I'll always come back alive. Oh.
0: Your head explodes from the sniper <laughs> bullet.
4: <laughs> wow!
1: Is Rania developing sentiment? Next no, thing, it's just not empty. something
4: she shows you guys. Oh. That bitch! <laughs> How dare
3: we not be I know, I lifelong know. friends with her? <laughs> I know you will,
0: and I and I appreciate that a lot. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Do you want? Do you want to help me?
4: I don't know if I can. I have no idea what to do.
0: Oh, it's fine. Just, just hold this wire down. She holds it. All right. We pan out on you awkwardly trying to hold wires. Doesn't have the same grip as a knife.
4: <laughs> it doesn't. And, um, also, there's sparks, and it's a little terrifying.
0: So we pan out on that, and we find uh, Lyra and a, a group of other men and women digging uh, a line for a latrine. And, uh, Vic, you come up on them. You just, maybe you're just looking for somebody to talk to, and you, and you see Lyra. Hey, hey, Lyra.
2: <sighs> Puts down her shovel. What is it?
0: Um. <laughs> Wait, <wow. laughs> torpedo. Never mind. She looks, uh, she
2: looks, she looks sweaty, but, uh, not too tired.
3: Oh, um, I just I just um wanted to know what it's like to not be in the military.
2: I mean there was a time you weren't in the military, right?
3: Yeah, when I was seventeen. Do you not remember that? I mean I do, but there was nothing there. Okay. Sorry, I'm I'm from a small town in Augurian. Um just like high desert South Cambron, so there was like three hundred people in my town and basically all the guys and half the girls joined the military as soon as they could so i don't you look like you know stuff that's not murder
2: that's true That's true i mean but that's because i went to kembrant i mean i guess i guess if i stayed here i would still know stuff that wasn't murder i had know like how to like make a horseshoe but uh i mean i went to school in the machine city so yeah yeah i'm just i mean you know you know like people like like sit in cafes and talk about ideas and, you know, they stay up late and tell each other
3: secrets and, no, you know. I've just been in the military and being on this farm is the longest I've been not on a ship or on a military base. And we've been here for like 36 hours.
2: Well, I mean, and this isn't, there isn't anything about the, the this that's normal civilian life right now. I mean, this has become a refugee shelter. So, I mean, this is not what civilian life is like. Okay, But, I mean... I guess it's it's really good when people aren't killing each other. Yeah,
3: yeah. What what are you gonna do when there's not people to kill here?
2: I mean, there's a, there's a lot of places that need stuff like this, but on a bigger scale, they need things built to help people live together. And I want I want to want to make that work. Make things where people can live together, and uh, you know, maybe maybe if places they live are good, they won't they won't seek out conflict. Maybe they will. Like, staying where they are? I mean, I don't, even, I don't even understand why this is happening right now. I just know that this black regiment and whoever's in charge of it, like, they need to have their asses handed to them because they can't be allowed to get
3: away with this. Yeah, I, I, I just, it's, it's weird holding a gun but not really having a reason to. Like, you have a reason to wield that mace. Like, I'm very sorry for your family... But um, I don't have a reason to kill these people, but I do.
2: They shot down your airship and killed, like, almost all of your
3: comrades. Why don't... But we would have done that to them, too. You know?
2: I mean, does it even matter that they started it?
3: <laughs> I. You were in Kembrant, right? Uh, for, for a few years, yeah. Do you remember the political scene in Kembrant?
2: Uh, I mean, I was in a university, but, I mean, you could. You could hear people talking about it.
3: Yeah, I I don't know that Kimbrant didn't start this conflict.
2: Well, I mean, I'm a native of New Kimbrant, so uh, there's still some feelings about that, obviously. But, I mean, this doesn't feel like a Kimbrant thing. Okay. But maybe it is.
3: I could be wrong. I just don't trust anybody in command anymore. And he like looks back to the the farmhouse like over his shoulder.
2: Hmm. I hadn't even thought
3: of that I mean uh, it might be nothing maybe everybody's cool there's no way that's true there's always somebody who's terrible well are any of them who are
2: terrible here on the farm
3: I don't know because I mean you guys you guys seem alright I hope I'm alright I guess we're probably alright if you think we're alright we're probably fine
0: you two gonna stand around gabbing or are you gonna start digging
3: my strength is two (laughs) So, no. It's, it's a shovel. You don't really have to be a fastball. I do have a lot of endurance, though. Yeah.
1: A seven year old. Grab a shovel. a
4: shovel. So, you in have, the like, time a small, it takes her shovel. to dig one, no, the time it takes you to dig one, she's done five or ten. But five, I mean, that's right.
0: six or eleven. I mean, it's still more. Does Vic grab a shovel? No. And join in. Or does he just walk away sad?
3: Um...
4: Or does he pretend that he hears somebody calling for his name? (laughs) He's like, I gotta go heal somebody. Those guys gotta
3: get shot some more. (laughs) Um, you're doing plumbing stuff, right? Yeah. Basic sanitation. She's Ah, in a shithole. I mean, if it's sanitation, I do know some chemistry. I mean, like... I could help with the sanitation part.
2: Okay. That's good. I mean... Sewerage is
3: more than just digging holes. So, damn right, there's got to be some treatment at some point. If you need chemicals to spray on other chemicals, I'm your guy.
0: Okay,
3: you run off to try to make some disinfectant.
0: Yeah. All right, um, we're gonna mosey on back over to Bishop. Bishop, you're you've just finished your mask. You, you set it down on on the desk next to this Unity badge that you've made. To mimic Lyra, you, uh, you know, wipe, you know, wipe the sweat off your brow and in steps the
5: sky behind you.
1: I'm silent. I watch him for a minute.
5: I think I'm just staring over both of them, looking at one and then the other and how together it doesn't make any sense and how they're two different parts of the same individual just trying to reach for something, to grasp at something.
1: Are you referring to your mask?
5: Yes, the mask and the unity badge.
1: I tap you on the shoulder.
5: Ah! What the hell?
1: (laughs) Sorry, Bishop. I didn't mean to startle you.
5: Well, you did.
1: Bishop, what is that?
5: This is a unity badge. You know that's not what I mean.
1: It's a... She picks up the mask, flips it over, looks at the mouthpiece. It's smirking back at her. This is creepy
3: as hell.
0: I am trying to... This isn't regulation. She throws it into
5: the trash.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Out of uniform. Three <laughs> demerits.
4: Vinny, I will think it's cool.
5: I am trying to create art to balance myself within the scenery that we're in.
1: Are you making eye contact with me as you say this?
5: Yes, I am doing a performance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that did sound very
3: performance That's not great. I got talents?
4: Ooh. Tortured
1: artist. Not that high on 11. I see right through you.
5: <laughs> yeah, 11's a miss. Yeah. Buddy. I mean, it wouldn't go against hers. Her. Mm-hmm. No, you no, no, you failed.
3: No, you failed. Damn She gets to say what she thinks.
1: So, perception is, I'm actually going to start using some some of my skill set on him for psychology.
5: Okay, mom. <laughs> I'm
1: not going to mom you. So, I stare back at you for a minute. is you
5: sweat a little.
1: Bishop, is there anything you'd like to tell me? What's going on?
5: N-nothing. Nothing. Nothing. You know. Just we're here. We're doing our job. Damn fine one. Uh...
1: Hey, it's okay. You're young. You've seen a lot of bloodshed.
5: Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's it's what the military was telling us that we would see. It's everything I expected. How about reanimated bodies? Yep. That was on the pamphlet as well. (laughs)
0: Knife spiders, page three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what about you? Almost blowing everybody up back at that hospital.
5: You know why? Why? Do you, why? It's. It's not. It's not all about me. You know when? Why aren't you talking about other people? What Bishop, they did.
1: I wake up in a cold sweat from a nightmare every night.
5: I wake up because I have to pee.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm trying to break you a little bit. And that is a single.
0: So you can't... Psychology is just to read people.
1: He needs to be broken. That is my read. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, then you need...
4: Are you going to write him?
1: You
5: need to break Whoa. him. It's not that type of podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Hard left. Let me get back on the highway here. I'm hitting some some poles on the shoulder.
5: She got a kick out of it. <laughs> She is gone.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so after I say what I've said, Bishop, talk to me. This isn't a joking matter. If we're gonna be a team, we're gonna succeed here and succeed alive at the end of the day. I care about you. How many people have you had in your life that
5: have cared about you? What am I what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to handle this? She inches a little closer. We're we're Killing tons of people.
1: Would you agree that some of it was necessary, unavoidable, for survival? What about all these people that you've helped save? Would they still be alive without you?
5: Of course not. But we shouldn't have done this to begin with. Maybe not like This is not what I signed up for.
1: Well, none of us signed up for our airship to go down. All of them. With technology that we have no way of fighting.
5: I I am...
1: But Bishop, we need you. Yeah,
5: and I'm here, and I'm doing what needs to be done. I am literally taking my body apart and creating a better version of me so that someday our people won't be out there. But until that happens, people are going to die, and I can't avoid it, but I want to.
1: Bishop, listen, I hear you, but what about your dad? I understand that you were neglected, that you were told you weren't good enough. Nobody here is... Asking you to be more than you are. What is this mask going to help you with?
5: It's to protect my face.
1: I don't believe you. You're lying to me. And that's okay. I'm going to let you keep that mask. You do whatever you want with it. But you need to understand that we're part of a team and we're only as strong as the weakest one of us. You're going to have to be honest with yourself so you can be honest with the rest of us.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll work on that.
1: And She looks him in the eyes. Bishop, I care about you. If there's anything you need, don't hesitate. Yeah, of course. She goes in for an awkward hug. And she hangs on when he tries to pull away.
5: He just kind of holds on to her and kind of pats her back. Like that creepy uncle that always hugs you too tight.
1: In her head, she's counting down from seven because she heard somewhere that if you hold somebody in a hug for seven seconds, they actually start to release endorphins in their head and release chemicals that make them feel loved.
5: I'm counting down from eight before I explode. <laughs> all right.
3: <laughs> well, is that a barbarian rage that you're going into? <laughs> is a
4: Bishop just gonna like slowly put the mask on?
0: <laughs> we'll we'll fade out on this and do another time lapse as another maybe another two days pass, and we find ourselves at night around a campfire um that you all have independently ended up gathering around. <laughs> drinking that thick wine.
4: I bought cookies. Oh, yay. Good call, I mean. Rony. Do
3: I need
0: to roll?
4: Do need to roll to see how good they are?
0: Yes, please, roll some cooking. <laughs> this is fun for me.
4: Ooh. Uh, 24? That's nice. That's not
5: that fun for me. <laughs> They're really good. You can hardly taste the venison. <laughs> <laughs>
4: They're not meat cookies.
5: No, they're good. What are they? Like? Oh, they what? might
4: have been made with the deer fat. Who knows?
0: Are they like chocolate chip or are they just sugar?
4: Uh, Probably just sugar. Right, like biscuit.
0: All right. She passes that around.
1: Mm, these are good. Thank you, Runia.
0: I think Levi comes over and sits down and looks at you all.
1: Hey, Levi, I have a cookie.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: And Thank you for the meat. Brandy, what is this thick wine? Uh, it's
0: alcoholic. <laughs>
1: it is. Cheers to that. It's
0: a, it's a local berry. We're still working out the fine, finer details. Not a smooth process.
1: Hey, with as busy as things are around here, I can only be grateful that you have any alcohol.
0: Well, I just wanted to come by and, and say thank you for all that you've done. I've seen you around these past few days trying to help out as best as you can. Folks around here appreciate that. And I was just wondering if you know what your next steps might be.
1: I think that's what we're here to discuss and impromptu with the team. We're going to stick around. Maybe you can give us some insight. You and Lyra are from here, so it might help us and aid us on our way to making a more educated decision on which direction we should go. If you want to come back in about 30 minutes, I think I'm going to talk with the team and
0: see. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's not like I'm busy or anything running the farm. Yeah, I'll come in back in. nothing. <laughs> It's
3: nighttime. You don't farm at night. <clears throat> I
1: was just about to say that. You're supposed to be sleeping.
0: We
5: don't need I that sass. Be
3: <laughs> I've had some of your red alcohol. Vic is
5: a mean drunk.
4: <laughs> As opposed to blue or green alcohol? Mm-hmm.
0: Sure, I can conveniently come back in 30 minutes. Thank
1: you, Peavai. <laughs> we appreciate that.
0: All right. See you in 30 minutes.
1: Here, th- don't take take the cookie first.
0: I don't know. I'll take, the, I'll take another one.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, team, I've talked to a few of you one on one. Lyra, you uh, you said you're gonna be sticking with us for the duration, right? If you
2: guys are gonna be fighting against the Black Regiment. I'm gonna be there. Yeah.
1: We're gonna try to solve this mystery of the Silver Plague and see how far we can take that. So, Lyra's with us. How do Vic? How are yep. you feeling about that? You
3: great Lyra seems great she knows stuff
1: do you feel more confident in our mission our secondary mission or what our mission has become what define our mission exactly
3: well i i know there's three places that we haven't gone to on this map he holds up the map that he drew of new Yes,
1: yes that is very true
3: yep there's odessa which is a town that's apparently under the black regiment's control. There is a mine that apparently they've been sending captives to, which, probably bad. I'm going to go out on them and say that's real bad. And then apparently they have a big base at the Adam's Tooth Mountain. Odessa is just the
0: capital of New Camberon. That's where you're originally supposed to go. That's where the doctor
1: is supposed to be. Doctor, what's his name?
0: James Barlow.
1: Barlow, yes.
0: That's where you're originally supposed to go to take and meet up with General Hondo.
3: So there's Odessa, where we were supposed to meet with uh, General Hondo. Correct. Which we still haven't reported in yet, and uh, now it's feeling kind of awkward. Because <laughs> <laughs> so we've been here for like a week. Uh, we haven't reported up the chain.
1: Well, we don't know who's still alive. We don't know if they're still in the same location. All we can do is follow the breadcrumbs. The question is, are we are we united in this? Vic, you've, I've heard whispers that um, you're having feelings or second thoughts about About the military in general. Oh, I mean... Do you trust me? She stares at him in the eyes across the fire.
3: Of course. I trust everyone who is above me in command. (laughs) (laughs) And then I do a half-hearted salute. And then I drink more of my red alcohol.
1: Well, that answers that question.
3: And so does Lyra, see? I mean, I trust you guys. Oh, thank you. And I drink more red alcohol.
1: (laughs) Mentally noted... I will have to work on Vic's
0: trust with me.
3: Do you want to finish explaining the options? That's the only three I have for down. Odessa, the mine, Adam's tooth. Oh, okay. Well, we it, went, sounded, we like he it sounded
0: like he started over for the editing, and then he did. J- I did. Well, so then you only, the, you only did Odessa.
3: The, yeah, because the mine and Adam's tooth, those were good. Oh, okay. I'm going to do a cut and paste.
0: Oh, don't mind me. I'm not even here. Levi's, Levi's got like 15 minutes before you Uh
3: There's also the Tempest, which we never explored. That's back important, Portent. And I, and I don't feel like that's kind of like retreading territory at this point.
1: Well, Runia kind of has good news in that department. We were going out there for radio contact, too. Runia, you oh. want to update us?
4: Uh, <laughs> how does she know all this? Rumors. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows everybody Suki's been working on a radio. I mean, I probably already told. You.
0: Yeah, it's been. Yeah, yeah it's just, been a few days. I was just being funny. <laughs> she's the captain. She knows everything.
4: <laughs> I, I kind of like that the, actually. <laughs> hiding behind the pipes. Yeah, I've been yeah, helping we're uh, Suki with the radio. I have no idea what she's doing, but uh, I even had a uh, hold some of the wires in his uh, tiny forms. Yeah, he can separate into tiny forms, and he That's was helping.
1: Thing. Sounds adorable.
0: Gives a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Okay,
1: so is he making, or is she making pretty good progress with actually getting reception?
4: Point. They being. think they are, but uh, they still haven't been able to receive any communications. Maybe Bishop should help with that.
1: He's got some pretty handy skills.
5: Not in electronics.
1: What about the mechanics? What about building an antenna?
5: Yeah, yeah, I can, uh, <clears throat> I can, we can try to figure out something. I with mean, them and,
4: it's pretty tall, so maybe it might need to go taller. I don't know.
5: Or we can amplify it. Well, we can. Uh, You're gonna go bend some metal. resistors and capacitors, and you know, put them together and do some things. And we got this.
4: Yeah, sure. I have no idea what those things are. Me either.
1: <laughs> How many days do we have left before we need to head out? It's up to you.
0: That's Okay. This, this is you telling me what your next steps are. All right, well, Sorry let's... if that wasn't overly obvious <laughs> when Levi said, what are your next <laughs> steps?
4: <laughs> it was really the GM saying, what are your next steps? <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Well, Bishop, you help Suki and and uh, let's get that up and running. See if we can't get some backup, some assistance going before we head out. How's we everybody? could probably
4: just know what channel she's on that she's testing and then we could always... Try going somewhere and finding a radio and trying to connect.
2: I hope you guys are just listening and not broadcasting, because uh, more attention to this place would probably be a bad thing.
1: Noted. That's, good. That's a good point.
5: Yep. We'll make sure that uh, nothing's getting out. It's only coming in.
1: So let's give that a couple of days, see what we can find, and um, I think we're going to head to Odessa. We're going to follow the path we were originally supposed to follow. You we don't
5: want to save as many of the other people as we can?
1: We are. We need... Vic needs more info... What?
5: Uh, I really want to go to the mine. Uh, I think
2: if we're going to save people- How far
1: away is Odessa compared to the mine? Yeah. About the same. About
3: the same. Hmm.
4: Slightly two different
0: directions. the distance
3: of the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> A one-week gap. (laughs) Two weeks. We're on two weeks. I mean, also,
4: like, if we know that the infected people were coming from the mine, and going to Odessa to meet the doctor would make sense, right?
0: Well, Lyra wants to go to the mine because that's where her sister is.
1: Correct. Lyra. So you may not know this, but there's a doctor in Odessa, somebody who was here at the start of the Silver Plague, and he saved a couple of people. He actually saved...
0: We don't know that, right? Yeah, you don't know that. We don't know that. I thought we did. No, that was a a flashback. But I thought
1: Levi told us something about it. I really thought.
3: We know about Barlow is that he has treated people with the Silver Plague, but we don't know anything about his treatment methods or if he's advanced beyond...
0: You know Barlow because from the vial that he got from his boss, from that got from his boss, there right, was a so, note right. to his boss from James Barlow. Yeah. That's how you got the name Barlow. Then you asked Levi if he'd ever heard the name James Barlow. And he was like, oh, yeah, I know him. He's in Odessa. That's the last I heard of him. And you were like, is he a good... Then Travis or somebody was like, is he a good person? And he's like, well, he's a company man. And Travis was like, okay, no. And then that was like the last he came up. Except I think when you were interrogating the people you asked oh do you know james barlow and they were like no
1: this would be a good time for levi to come back because i'm going to try to convince lyra that going to adhesive to this doctor is the correct move but i don't have ammunition enough to really convince her that that will help her sister
0: when we do go to the mines okay yeah we can say it's been about 30 minutes levi comes moseying back over well how's it how's it how's it coming
1: well levi we're um To be honest with you, we're at a bit of a a stall here. We're trying to—I'm trying to find a a way for us to save the people at the mines. We know there's a lot of exportation of of individuals going to those mines and picking up the silver plague. And how do we help them? We don't. We don't have a doctor. We don't have anything. And our orders were to go to Odessa. Sorry, I'm bo- a
0: doctor I'm that's familiar. You with have the a silver. man who's very capable of healing people. He seems to have done wonders
3: over the last few days here. Yeah, and that was just shooting people. I know actual medicine, too.
5: Are you a doctor?
3: No. The <laughs> Army doesn't train doctors, they train medics. So I know everything that a doctor knows, but I don't have the degree, so therefore I'm not a doctor.
5: Okay, I just wanted, I wanted that clarification. I, just... I take a big swig of the red alcohol.
3: <laughs> not a doctor.
1: <laughs> so we're trying to figure out what we need to do for... um. For this next stage, we want to help Lyra's sister and others get out of those mines.
0: <coughs> oh. <laughs> Much better. Alright.
1: <laughs> you okay, Levi?
0: Yeah, just sorry. Sorry, I said something in my throat.
1: Is that a cookie?
0: Yeah, it was just it was just a cookie. They are very gamey cookies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think going to the mine is important for Lyra here. I think you risk losing her cooperation if you delay too long. Uh,
2: If my sister's at the mine, I don't want her uh, being exposed to uh, the silver plague,
3: if I can help
2: it.
1: Rooney, are you up for um, killing some more baddies? Always.
3: I want to go to the mine, because I think if we report in, we're just reporting in, and then the the guy's just going to tell us,
4: hey, go to the mine. Okay, I'll talk to And if we do have people that are infected, we could try to take them to Odessa and see if they can save them. Let's let's
1: survive the mine and see where we go from there. Bishop?
5: Yeah, the, the mine seems like the best place for us to go. We can probably save the most people.
1: So she hangs her head a little bit. <laughs> Big sigh. All right, the mine it is.
0: You uh, faced many trials since you've been here. You faced many important. You should rest and be at the top of your game for the mine. It will... Definitely be more of a challenge than what you've faced, but I think it's important to go there.
1: Is that foreshadowing?
0: I don't know. What does that word mean?
2: (laughs) We are but humble country
0: folk. (laughs) I am but a humble one-armed farmer. So, Levi,
1: you never did tell us a story about your arm. I'm sure it's fascinating.
0: Oh, well, that is a, a, a consequence of going to the mine. A couple weeks ago, uh, before we truly knew the scope of what was going on, or uh, might have been months Barlow, James Barlow, had an uh, idea that in order to get Kembrant to solidify sending us aid, we should send them a sample of the plague. And the only place we knew we could get our hands on it was, was the mine. So me and a couple of other men and my wife went, to the mine to try and get a sample, and uh, it went wrong, and we barely got out, but I had came in contact with the sample we had, and it was eating my flesh up the arm, and Barlow cut it off. Oh, shit. And seemed to stop it from spreading to the rest of my body.
1: So just how much plague is there in the mine?
0: It's hard to explain, really. It's almost... As if it covers the very <clears throat> rock there.
1: Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that, Levi. Sorry if that's still fresh. Tendish subject to I'm
0: adapting. Maybe I'll get a middle arm like this fellow over here one day. <laughs> so you're going to the mine. We um, fade out on y'all sitting around the campfire. We fade into Suki working in her tent on the radio. Kneeling underneath the desk, <laughs> 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 or whatever radio sounds like, and she's like, "Ah, oh, at last!" And she gets up too quick, hits her head on the table, and she's like, "Ah!" And the radio's lit up, and she starts messing with the dials. Hello, hello, hello. Hello? Hello? Is anybody there? Hello? Hello, this is Viola. This is Viola Vienas. Hello? I need help! End of episode.
1: Tacos and Dice is an actual play podcast of the Gilded Age role-playing system designed by Travis Garden. The Rise of Albion campaign features Travis as Vic Winters, Marley as Runia of the Dark Blades, Thelma as Skyro, Chris as Bishop Armstrong, Matt as Lyra Vayenas, and Kenneth as the Game Master. Our theme songs are Catharsis and Organic to Synthetic by Punch Deck. Find more of their music on YouTube or Spotify. Find us on Facebook at Tacos and Dice.
0: I had a scene until Travis said it had to be good. Now I'm freaking out. No,
4: I. <laughs> he, not just like, scene. he just said a, a good we open on.
5: I mean, I, I'm okay with either already deep in the woods, like hiding, or just lackadaisically walking to the woods.
0: I like in the, that view. We
5: can be in the woods. Um,
0: Are you Sounds up in a tree? Does that sound good? You're both kind of agile.
4: I would probably be up in a tree.
0: Would you be Sounds- up in a tree?
5: Yeah. Okay.
1: I wake up in a cold sweat in the wee hours of the morning from a nightmare. Okay.
0: <laughs> just, just hold that for later. <laughs> just hold just, just for
5: later. throwing that out there. When you were holding the wire, if you were just like kind of going like that and just holding oh, it like you would strangle someone. <laughs> 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 you to ride like this, and she's like, whoa, whoa, what are <laughs> you doing? She's just like... <laughs>